Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. How you doing, Drew? Oh, oh. How you doing, buddy? You good? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, man. Oh, there we are. We haven't got a delay this time. Fantastic. Ah, all good, mate. All good. Yeah, man. I had some. Uh, I had some crazy messages off after that. You know that Michael Jackson thing I mentioned on my uh, story. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if any of the audience has seen that HBO documentary. I haven't even seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah, Jack? you were you were talking about it, right? I've, I've decided not to watch it actually. Um, I know Nancy's been watching it. Um, I don't know which way which way to look at it. It doesn't look too good, obviously, with regards to Michael Jackson from where I'm hearing from uh, clients and and obviously loved ones. But mm. um, you've put it, you've put something out there recently, right? And it's yeah, mixed well, it's reviews. Man, on like, you yeah, was, well, just loads of people sent me messages saying, "Oh, you know, it definitely wasn't him." And there was all this right. all this uh, all these statements and stuff they had, and all you know, like when he was alive and stuff. It's like obviously when someone's dead, it's uh, mm. obviously it's a lot easier to go at them. But having said that, yeah. I mean, you would you would think just by you know looking into it just by even without watching the documentary you would assume like he did it right you just assume that with that much power he took a bit of adv- uh, advantage of him and whatever but it's, it's, it's a tough one I'd like to believe he something didn't, strange though. going on do you know what I mean it's just obviously you could, your vision can be clouded when you have you hold someone in such high prestige mm. as you did Michael Jackson as an entertainer and we kind of turn a blind eye to other things that are going on. You'd like to think that he didn't do it, you know, mm. um, and he just that he, you know, he had some sort of issue that with his ch- own childhood that he wanted to hang around with kids. But it's just having those kids there on your own as a grown man. There's something fishy about that to me. Like, I don't think it just, it just seems all a little off to me, you know, yeah, um, yeah. and and I'm and even it's, it's obviously easy to kind of blame the parents when I'm not a parent myself. So everyone can come at me for that. But as a parent, why are you leaving your child alone with a grown man, regardless if he's the king of pop and he's the number one superstar in the world? For me, there's something wrong there. You're either after money or, or but again, he could have he could lure them in. You know, he could have been building up that trust over time. Yeah, exactly. And then gradually, you know, lured them in. They they got to know him more as a person, and they felt that it wasn't an issue to be alone with him. Mm. Um, it's, it's just for me, that's there's something wrong there that you are spending time alone with a little boy. You know, that's it, mate. Yeah. Well, this guy, this there's loads of people who messaged me and said he didn't do it, which I was surprised with. I, I assumed everyone would just like agree with me because, mm-hmm. especially especially based on the uh, on the facts and that. But yeah, this guy sent yeah. me a thing saying like like acu- certain accusers. They swore under oath, basically, that the relationship with Jackson was never inappropriate or whatever. And there was like mm. 50, 50 people or 50 kids who were kids at the time who come forward yeah. and said, nope, he never did anything, didn't abuse him. There was nothing at all. No, nothing that even relates to anything to do with abuse and stuff, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. at, the sa- at the same time, though, man, you know, those two guys, obviously, they could be after money. But some of the stuff they're saying, like, obviously, when he would, I think he would, um, they would go away and stuff together as well. And they would stay, yeah. in, ho- stay in hotels and he would take, apparently he was taking them, like, further and further away from the parents. Yeah. And stuff for me, like that. that's he, a bit strange, was, you know. As, that's a little strange for me because if you have that type of money that he does and, you know, he's probably going to book out the majority of the hotel or at least the floor of the hotel. Mm. So you'd think the rooms would be pretty much on the same floor at least. Exactly. Or next door if you yeah. were to separate them. Even even then, why are you staying in the same room? Was it overnight with a boy, you know? Yeah, exactly, mate. It's, it's, that just, is it's just all you don't, a bit weird. You don't, stay in, you don't stay in the same room as a boy overnight. That's um, it. Obviously, I'm just throwing things out there. This is what I'm hearing from clients well, and, and friends. Thing, and right, like if, it, if it was anyone else, in it, imagine, imagine you knew someone, right? Imagine there's like a, yeah. guy, a guy you knew that you live by or something, right? And he just had loads of kids in his house. 
right? And he's yeah. just relaxing with kids all the time, right? Automatically, mm. you're just going to assume, you know, what we think he's going to be up to and like what's going through his mind, isn't it? Like, I hate to say the yeah. word, but you know, the P word, that's what you're going to think, isn't it? You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> it's, just the bo- it's just the bottom line. That's what you're going to assume. Is, but sometimes he could be just a little off. Like that guy could be a little off and he just likes, you know, having kids around and, you know, enjoys the company of kids. Exactly. Um, so sometimes it's wrong for us to assume that things do happen because we That's know it, that. We, we automatically do, though, don't sometimes we? Sometimes not guilty. Yeah, we do. And then we look at one do- documentary, which documentaries tend to be obviously Bias. trying to put some sort of notion, yeah, bias towards one side. Mm. And then we automatically say, yes, they did. It's kind of similar to you. I know you've been watching Madeleine McCann documentary, right? And you were mm. saying the parents definitely did it from the first, I don't know what episode you watched. Oh, no, 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 the podcast, though, see, because I'm listening to the podcast, oh, okay. and that's right. uh, that's based on loads of evidence, it's an Australian one. And on the podcast, they're saying that it was uh, it was basically the parents, you know, all the evidence they're using in the interviews and whatnot. Uh, and with the dogs, obviously, the sniffer dogs smelling uh, their body in their car, all this kind all of right. stuff, you're convinced. Basically, you're convinced it's the parents. But then when you watch the documentary, uh, it's about nine episodes, and like up to about episode five, it's, again, you, you're thinking it's the parents. You're like, wow, it's definitely, it's too off. It's got to be them. And then it switches, turns on his head. And you have to watch him, it, It's really interesting. But uh, yeah. yeah, and another thing was, like the, the FBI, obviously, investigation with uh, Jackson was like 10 years. And it was yeah. a 10-year investigation, a lengthy trial. And obviously, all the evidence found that he was innocent of all these charges. Having said that, though, when you've got that much money and lawyers that good, you know, it's like the R. Kelly yeah. thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just all a bit mad, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's it's it's, t- it's a tough one, obviously. Um, and he's not here to defend himself right now either. So that's it. Um, that's that's another issue. But I don't know. I haven't watched this, so I'm not going to try and comment too much. I haven't but watched like that. When, you, when, you, when you when you work in our realm and you're with clients, you, you don't necessarily need to watch news or documentaries. You get told everything anyway. And there's definitely kind of conflicting opinions from different clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but some who haven't watched the doc- documentary have said he didn't do it. Yeah. Others who I guess. You know, being around people who have kind of experienced kind of sexual assault in the past and they have like um, spoken to people about it and saying, yeah, he did it. This is like the, you know, this is the notion of a child predator. This is what they do. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Right? It's, uh, it's a exactly. tough one. But. It's a tough one, definitely. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah, social media then. That's what we're going to talk. That was a topic of um, discussion today it was social media. So. I just wanted to talk about because we all, I always seem to talk about the uh, the negatives and stuff, right? But there's obviously so much positives that come out of it as well. And just I think, yeah, just new age technology in general. Like there's so many great, amazing things that uh, coming out of it, and we're living in a, an amazing era where we get to witness uh, these rapid advancements of technology, right? And I just think even over the next, say, five years, like, it's just actually mind-blowing with artificial intelligence. All that kind of stuff is is, is really fascinating. So I reckon it'll be uh, good for us to talk about this. But, um, yeah, just, just some of the positives, Drew, right? Obviously, keeps you connected to everyone, yeah. right? You're connected to yeah. everyone, you know what I mean? So we're more connected well, in a sense. Especially living abroad, I guess. That's, that's a massive uh, a plus for, like, the likes us of you too. and I, because yeah, we definitely. are away from family and friends, and, you know, it's much easier for us. Like, obviously, we're doing this on Skype now, and we can just look across from each other, you know, have a good conversation, see each other. Like, we didn't get that 10 years ago. So, and again, you can remain, like, Facebook is, you know, I guess I don't go on Facebook as much anymore, but I do stay, obviously, stay in touch with friends from, like, college and from the past, from school. So, yeah, that's a massive positive, mate. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say then, yeah, because obviously that's a good point. Like now we're having this conversation, crystal clear conversation now on Skype. You know, people can watch the video, listen to us, 
and you know we're catching up as well and as you say that's a ma- I didn't I, I was going to mention that later down the line is uh, about staying connected with our families obviously I live in Sydney you live in New York our families in the UK and obviously the funny thing is it's my Instagram stories right so obviously as you know I'm always always popping on the story mate right and my mum yep. uh, I think I mentioned this before like if I don't uh, one, I think one time mate, I didn't post a story within like 24 hours and she was worried she was yep. messaging me like are you okay you know what I mean so yep. like and it's mad like when I went back home my cousins my uncles they were like I feel like I've been seeing you every day because your story you know what I mean so yeah <laughs> it's crazy but did you have someone meet you in Bali because of that uh, lately someone I know was it Gareth you met yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah you made Gareth yeah that's madness oh, that is mate you would that. never have known that because I would I haven't spoken to him for years like uh, I think for, since school and he was training at a gym I was working at mm. and for, without the notion of notion I keep using that word sorry without using like social media and Instagram Obviously, he's following me and he's seen that we've been sharing podcasts and sharing information on our business. And then randomly, he's seen you in Bali, right? Or a that's bar or something that's, like that. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy, man. To bump into a Welsh person. Come up to you and, you know, you've had a good exactly. chat over it. He came over to me and he was like, he was just staring at me like I was walking into this restaurant. There was no one in there. That's the mad thing. It was literally him and this guy and me and Kim, right? As you're we about to yeah. walk in there, he's walking out and he's just like, you know, someone's staring at you and you're like, what the, what's he staring at? You know what I mean? You're just looking back at him like, what? And he just comes over and he's got this neck brace on. He's like, hey, bud. And the Welsh, oh, you know, in, in the Welsh, he had a neck brace on, Welsh accent. Like, you know, he was like, oh, mate, he was like, hey, bud, how you doing? And he said, oh, yeah, I'm Andrew's mate, I am. <laughs> that wasn't that bad, but uh, he was like, yeah, I'm Andrew's mate. He said, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I'm thinking, yeah, it's crazy, right? It's crazy, mate. It's madness. But uh, yeah, yeah so he, said, he said, that's he obviously a positive, sir. Definitely, mate. Definitely, man. So um, that's a great positive. You're dishing out good, you know, and, and again, that comes from us dishing out some decent decent content on social media, right? We're trying to sp- spread the right message and he's seen that, he's followed it. Hopefully he's getting some good advice from it and mm, exactly. obviously the listener as well. So Yeah, no, he said he said it was good in that, but um, yeah, I was chatting to him for about 10, 20 minutes. It's crazy. But um, yeah, so we're more connected on a digital level. Um, we're more connected than we've ever been, right? Um, but we'll come to the negatives when it comes to human human connection. I think there's something going on there in terms of we're more disconnected than ever. But we'll come to that a bit later down the line. But it's a great yeah. tool for learning as well, right, Drew? But I find you've got to siphon out all the, like we always talk about, there's so much uh, terrible information out there, especially within the fitness industry. Um, on, on social media, you know, there's so much rubbish information on there, but there's so much great stuff you can learn. And like, I think mm. it's, 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 it's very dangerous though as well with Facebook and Instagram. Um, it's, it's, it's designed to be high highly addictive okay so it's like yep. the analogy um the analogy uh, i heard was is a great one it's like donuts right it's hard to have yeah. one Krispy Kreme, right? You have, you have a Krispy Kreme, oh, you, want to eat, you want to eat another one, right? Well, it's the same. Any as, processed food, right? It's any uh, processed like food. Pringles, once you pop, you can't once stop. You pop, you can't stop. They, they put it in the advert for you and they're telling you that and you yeah, still eat it. it. So exactly. Like, you know? And it's no different. And that's what I think people need to look at social media. Like you go on your Facebook or your Instagram feed, you see a post and guess what? The algorithm has been set up for you to see what you want to see. So whatever stuff you look at, whatever entertains you, guess what? That's going to come up on your feed. So you go on there and I waste so much time on a weekly basis like I'm getting better and better and I'm more aware but I'll go on social media like you said you wanted to have a week off right I, I definitely need a few days off I go on social media um, to, to put a post up for example I'll put some in my story again something pops up one of those donuts pop up I see it I want another donut I scroll down I see something else I want another donut you know what I mean it's the same thing yeah. as if you look at it that way you're just looking through other people's posts and uh, good. the good thing is now because of um, the people I follow and the information I'm trying to absorb a lot of the information on there is great information now on my feed but even so uh, it's not necessary to scroll when I go on there every time it's, it's wasting it's wasting uh, time which could be spent doing more like you said the other day more important things right Drew? 
Yeah, of course, man. It's, it's, you're definitely spending a lot of time. I'm, you know, obviously we're trying to build content for our online business and I'm finding that if I have my phone nearby, I'm starting to write like a program and I'll just randomly just grab my phone. It's the distraction from that programming, right? And it's just, I'm just scrolling through it. And I often find myself, like this is one of the reasons why I want to give it up for a little while because I often find myself just like flicking through people's stories without even like watching it, just tapping on it. I don't know yeah. if you do the same as that. Yeah, Unless I, I, you just tap in, tap in, tap in on someone's story, not looking at the the segment on there or reading any <laughs> of the information. I'm like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah, but that's it's what people do. That's what everyone does. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can guarantee most people listening to this can relate to that. And I do the same. That this is why I don't watch stories. I literally don't watch yeah. them. I'll, right, right. Um, I'll don't, don't get me wrong. I, I'll tell a lie. I do watch stories, right? But I have to. I think. I think you're right. When it gets to about three or four stories in, that's when I'm. It's game over. <laughs> then yeah. I'm tapping yes. away, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> the donuts is it, it really valuing you? it's not valuing you in any way i think and what coming back to the point that you said earlier that uh, like obviously you're looking at certain contents of information and you're you're finding out some good you're, you're getting some good content from it sorry yeah uh, justifying it you need you yeah exactly justifying <laughs> you need to really be careful about siphoning out who you want to follow because i would choose like the best way to do it is probably choose maybe three to four people who are, are spreading maybe a similar type of message in the fitness industry and just follow them rather than getting overwhelmed with the content, right? Yeah. Because, because otherwise, you're going to end up spending all day, all day on there and you just scroll in randomly and, and it's going to take up some valuable time and you're going to miss out on life, really. 100%, yeah. It's, it's so important in terms of who you follow, right? Because uh, for years mm. and years... I followed all sorts of people and my, my feed, like I said, the feed was just a waste really in terms of the yeah. stuff that was coming up on my feed. It was just basically the, you know, the bodybuilding kind of stuff, but when I was doing bodybuilding, yeah. it was just physiques. That's all I was seeing on my thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's tough as well. That's, guys. No, from doing that as well. Like if you're, you know, if you're following say 20, if you're a male or female, whatever, say you're following 20 fitness models who, Let's be honest, for the most part, we're displaying our best look when we're, we're looking at our best. We're in a studio, we have good lighting, we're ripped, shredded, we've, you know, we've cut down for the shoot. You really kind of see those type of people on a daily basis, right? So it's, it's a bit of a delusion when you're looking at that. You're, you're getting a, um, a, a kind of a, a poor self-worth because you're looking at everyone at their best, maybe 20 to 30 pictures, during that time and you're thinking that everyone looks this way mm. but really when you go to the gym or you go outside how many people do you really see on a daily basis that look like that that's, that's becoming your norm right that's you know exactly it's becoming it. your norm that's a, that's and then you're looking point. at your own body and you're thinking oh my god I'm not in that type of shape what's wrong with me and that's not yeah. going to be good and for you and the worrying thing mate, that etches into your subconscious right so like you, people are aware of this but they continue to do it because it's so addictive, right? And that, that yeah. molds your brain. It completely changes yeah. the way you look and compare yourself to other people. So imagine you walked outside now, right? And everyone looked amazing. You know all those different filters on Instagram? Imagine, yeah. you, imagine you walked outside, right? And you had like, let's just say the X-Pro2 filter on one person. You had the lo-fi on another person. You know, they've, they've modified the contrast. They put all these different, especially the models and stuff, so-called yeah. models, right? With millions of followers. Mm. Mate, they are modifying the shit out of those photos. Oh, like, it's crazy. Taking, you've seen people. Mate, you've seen people take pictures. You've seen them. Pictures they take at one time. And exactly. then I've, I've literally watched people maybe for an hour sit at a table or a restaurant or something like that. And they've been taking selfies for an hour. 
not communicated with anyone else at that time. That's it. So they they've, they've spent an hour taking the selfies. They spent another hour modifying it with the filters, right? So yeah. like, it's just not real life. And then people are, um, you know, social comparisons. We naturally, you know, we're, we're kind of uh, programmed to compare ourselves to other people anyway. It's, it's an evolutionary yeah. thing, right? It's like for health or whatever it is. But when you're mm. doing it um, on social media, it's just literally any insecurities you have about yourself, it's just cementing them in. But talking a bit more about the positives as well, um, in terms of, uh, it's a great tool to learn, right? So if you want to, I mean, Instagram is very good as well, but you know, you've got the likes of uh, YouTube and podcasts, all these different platforms now. And I think some of the great things that have happened, for example, like, um, you know, there's been murder cases solved and all sorts now just because of online um, information. For example, there's this podcast, I think it's the number one podcast in the world now. It's called Teacher's Pet. Have you heard about that? Okay. I haven't, no. Yeah, it's, it's out here in Australia. Yeah, I need right. to listen to him. I'm getting really into this crime stuff now. I need to listen to this one. But um, yeah, basically, mate, there's someone, there's a, there's a guy over in North Sydney and uh, back in the 80s, he, I don't know the full story, but I know he murdered someone. Maybe he murdered more than right. one person. Uh, but the bottom line is through this podcast, they ended up uh, finding out they had evidence and they ended up uh, arresting him. He's now in his 70s and he's going to be going to prison. So because of the podcast, and there's loads wow. of stuff that happened online, you know, in terms of, you know, people who end up... Um, something happens to them or something and uh, poor people in, in countries get funded for certain things and, you know, charities, all this kind of stuff. It, it raises, it's great for raising awareness, I guess is what I'm trying to say, yeah. right? For yeah, uh, true. certain That's, causes and, you know. And that, that can be, a, a, obviously, turn, I know I don't want to be negative about everything, but, you know, raising awareness is, is massive and it's fundamental for making the world a better place. We know that. But also, sometimes when we raise an awareness about the wrong things, especially through social media, it gives people ideas to um, do things in, in, in a negative way, such as like, you know, obviously there's been a spate of um, shootings, obviously the recent one in New Zealand, right, is, is mm, obviously terrible. close to heart for you. Um, you know, oh, is that yeah. given someone, when that's being spread and somebody's recording that live and, and then someone's seeing that in like a, you know, someone who 10, 20 years ago probably wouldn't have even imagined getting any information about the stuff that was going on in the world. They are then looking at that video and they're thinking, well, my life's pretty shit. They believe in kind of propaganda on the news and things like that. And they feel, right, I'm going to do a shooting like this and I'm going to, I'm going to up this guy and I'm going to do one better than him. Than him. I'm going to record it, mm. put it live like a video game. And that's where it can be used negatively, right? So 100%. we've got to be very, when we raise a, when we raise awareness and why. Yeah, mate, I, I tell you what, that's, that's a good point and I'm not going to go too much into the details of that, but... Uh Absolute, I am watching myself. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't watch it either. But um, yeah, it was on Facebook Live. One of my clients said someone showed it him on Snapchat or whatever. And just absolutely horrendous, mate, how like he had a GoPro and actually, yeah. mate, and that's that's obviously um, one of the things that is, uh, you know, it's, it's just pros and cons, man. It's like, it, yeah. can be, it can be dangerously detrimental or it can be, you know, it can be extremely powerful and, and useful. And, uh, you, yeah, know, can, you know, yeah, go on. As you said, it can be raised, you know, funds can be raised for um, certain disasters around the world and, you know, exactly help people who've gone through that. And, and obviously we, what we are doing with, with health and nutrition, you know, so there are mm. a lot of positive aspects that we can take, that can be taken from it. Mm. Let's hope that we come out of this 
and the world is a better place from using social media and not a worse place definitely and I think it is it is a massive experiment though right so this, uh, like we yeah, said there's kids, your kids and stuff you know? oh, 100% and because people are more connected now like I bet there's I wish we had some examples of great things that have happened in terms of you know um, people being cured from certain things uh, yeah. you know people being found like there's been people who have gone missing have been found thanks to social yeah. media all these amazing things but then at the same time it's it's like Sal says right um, Sal from Mind Pump he says it's like the uh, the processed food of our generation as we alluded to earlier on right because mm. you know it's it's a big experiment it's like uh, what was it like 40 50 years ago when all this processed rubbish food came on the scene you know um, all these processed cereals refined sugars saturated fats processed meats whatever it is uh, you know low fats the low the low fat craze which uh, you know ended up pumping people full of artificial stuff and, uh, and more sugar and which was obviously a big contributor to obesity and, and it's, it's the reason one of the main drivers as to why we're in facing an obesity epidemic and uh, an epidemic of chronic illness also is because of that processed food but it's a, it's a similar thing with social media 100% what Sal says is, is true because um, we've, we've, social media comes out Facebook came out God knows when it was, 10, 11 years ago when I was started using it anyway. And uh, great, we're more connected, we're messaging people, we're in touch with people. But then it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's got to be a price to pay because we're spending so much time, like the average, the average per- I think in 2008, for example, the average person spent about, I think it was about 18 minutes a day on social media. 2015, two, right. hour, two hours and 48 minutes. Um, it's highly addictive. You know, there, there was experiments done on pigeons. I don't know how this worked, right? But there was experiments done. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this works. I think they must share, I don't know, like rats or whatever, share some of our DNA, but with dopamine and stuff. And what, what if, you know what I was saying about the donuts? <laughs> but apparently they, yeah, they right. release, they release, when they were given less food, basically, right? So it's, it's related to our psyche, right? When they were given less food, um, they, they pack more and release more dopamine when they were given less food. So in other words, the uncertainty of like, for example, social media and gambling, anything addictive, when there's uncertainty involved, you actually release more dopamine, right? So you're, you're releasing that um, excitable hormone, if you like. So um, that's what Instagram is like, for example, and Facebook. When you, when you put a post up, for example, you, you might sometimes get like, you know what it's like, you might get like X amount of likes and, and attention as to what it is. Another time, then you'll put another post up and it'll just completely flop. So that uncertainty of it actually releases more dopamine and makes you chase it more. So, um, you know, when you're playing with the neurochemicals in your brain, there's going to be a price to pay for sure, 100%. I think it's something like uh, two hours a day on your phone is is a month of your life over the course of month of month of your life over the course of a year man so Jeez. and we definitely i know i know that i've been doing that how about yourself wow that's a crazy stat that mate yeah oh mate easy like i mean that's two hours on your phone well if the average person spends two hours and 48 minutes on social media alone that's not just yeah. on their phone jesus that's that's so let's just say you spend like let's just spend, I, I spend sometimes five six hours in a day on my phone right um yeah so let's just say six hours at my worst right so what did you say for two hours Two hours a day uh, on your phone is a month of your life over the course of a year. So six or so six hours would be three months over the course of a year. So six mm. hours means I'm spending I'm spending a quarter of my year on my phone. Oh my god! Yeah, which is also taking you away from that. It's also taking you away from that moment, like that moment when you're with with someone or you're just life, basically, isn't it? Like mm. when you spend scrolling through your phone, you're not really looking around and observing what, observing what's going on and mm. being with nature or whatever. You know, obviously I'm in New York. I have lots of things to look at. You're 
living a beach life at the moment. You know, you're in a city where you have a nice beach by you yeah. and your phone is probably a distraction taking you away from that calming uh, moment at the beach or um, when you're going for a nice walk, you know, so yeah, it's, it's, it's all relevant. A hundred percent, man. It's a great stat you put there. Let's just say, because I know a lot of people spend um, six hours is drastic, right? But obviously I don't, I don't have a, uh, you know, obviously it's different way of clients. We're off our phones, right? And then when we're back on them, you know, people in work sometimes don't really get a chance to look at their phone as much or whatever it is. But let's just say at the worst, people spend six hours a day on their phone. If you could look at some stats, I reckon you'll realize that actually like a quarter of our life is spent, say, on our phone. Maybe a third is spent sleeping. Like it's mm. it's literally taken over, you know. If you if you're not careful, and like I said, to, uh, I've said to people before, you can actually do it in your settings now. You can check um, your usage, which is very interesting, and how much time you spend on social media and whatnot. Yes. There's also a, uh, an app called Moment, which I use as well, um, and, and look at that sometimes as well. It tells you how much time you're spending on there and productivity and whatnot. But um, yeah, so so, um, so using using that app, does that make you use it less, or you just you look at it and you just right? Bugger it, yeah. I'll just lo- it's use it as normal. Or it does make you me, actually, yeah, scared the but, shit. I mean, yeah. I stop using this, but now I look, I just look at the settings thing. But yeah, I find it. That's the thing. I'm, I'm kind of running away from it because I know it's uh, yeah. an issue. Like I, obviously, I do do some uh, you know stuff which is productive on my phone, but there's no way am I. Um, doing anything that productive with six hours I'm just wasting time one way or another <laughs> checking that's another thing isn't it checking you know, check it ch- check, yeah, we check everyone, the first thing people do most people do in the morning is obviously check their emails um, I understand I some people myself. Well, that's, that's, that's one thing where I, I've actually put this if you have an iPhone there's a timer that can time off your app so like mm. my apps come on at 9am um, I believe mm. And they go off at 8 p.m. at night. You can, there is a, a, a button you can press which it says ignore your limit. Yeah. But even seeing that, it kind of tells you not to go on there. Do you know what I mean? Like, so having that ignore your limit sign on there tells you, hey, I shouldn't be doing this. Sometimes you kind of automatically just click on it. Yeah, exactly. It's madness, like, you know? Um, 100%. Uh, wait, wait, uh, just for the, let's just like drop some tips from now, right? Because I know where, listen, like, I just want to say as well, we are definitely not people to preach about this stuff all, all we're trying to share with you is our experience and, and, that, and the mistakes we're making more than anything um, but yeah. yeah just like for example it's, it's a form of escapism right so if yeah. you if you look at it especially social media if you, if you just look at it as a drug I know it sounds a bit drastic right but it's it's having that effect on your brain right even if it is to a, a much smaller degree then obviously it is going to be a smaller degree than, than obviously class A drugs right but you know what I mean it's anything that can be used to take you away from the present well, we, we don't a know drug. Oh, we don't, we know. don't know that. That's, that's like, we, we haven't come out of it yet. So who knows how, you know, you see the way it's affecting kids at the moment, right? So, exactly. Um, you know, social skills are, are definitely on the on the decrease. 100%. Um, they, they barely talk. You know, you'll watch, if you watch a group of kids now, they'll sit, they'll be next to each other, but they'll Snapchat each other. 100%. So it'll be interesting to see that, the huge impact it has on, on this generation. Even us, like we were just kind of outside there, kind of glad that we missed it in school. Definitely. Everything would be recorded, all the silly, silly shit you did in school, right? Hundred percent. I'd sell and things like that, so we kind of skipped that, but we're still getting sucked into it at our age now, and, and the older generation. So definitely, mate. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up, mate, because I don't know if you've read or listened to that book, iGen. No, I haven't yet. No, that's mate, that's on the list, mate. Get on it, right? Because I actually, yeah. I had to write. It's just full of facts, right? And they're really, actually, really worrying facts. Well, I'll just read a couple out now. Sixty-two yeah. percent. You're sixty-two. So for teenagers now, right? So the IGN, just for the listeners, is anyone who's born essentially um, into the internet era, right? So the internet was originated really properly in 1993, I believe. So if you're born yeah. after that, um, if you're born anywhere between, I think 1993 
and or basically after 1993 you're, you're within the iGen but if you're born after the year 2000 you're classed as a millennial but it's all kind of the same thing Andrew and I I can't think what, what generation are we are we like I'm, no I'm, X, a, I'm a millennial then? I think it's I'm a millennial because no, I'm no, no. just within that oh. no millennial is if you're born after 2000 so we're, we're no, like I think it's 84 no, I was born '84, uh, so I believe I'm classed as a millennial. Like, no, I'm no, just no, on no, the... mille- no. Millennial is if you're born after year 2000. So this is like the kids. No, I'm not sure it is. Check that. Out. Is it know. not? I think I think I'm a millennial. I think oh, now no, no, is. Where, where, where's Z Gen? Where... Kim, what, what are we? X Gen or Z Gen? Oh, anyway, <laughs> one, one of the two, right? We're, we're X, X or whatever. Let, let's throw just, it out there. Yeah, let's don't just, worry about uh, it. Let's somebody, me. somebody correct us when they listen anyway, don't worry. Oh, for sure, mate. Yeah, but like, for example, for teenagers in the iGen or anyone who's born, let's just say, after 1993, right, for argument's sake, yeah. um, there's 62% more likely for a teen to experience depression, right? 62% yeah. in 2005 than 2010. So it's not even like a massive, you know, social media really start, especially Instagram. I think that was 2011 or 12. That, that was... Um, released facebook obviously so it's a massive you can't say it's causation but there's a massive massive correlation between social media and depression right um let me just just pump yeah so uh what was it 50 percent you're 50 percent less likely to be unhappy if you spend time with uh on a screen instead of with your friend that's a bit of a uh a thing one but then uh, facebook as well has been proven to to cause depression unhappiness yeah. and loneliness right it's been proven through through certain studies they've done and stuff um what else is it? there's some better ones than that yeah uh what was the other one now between 1995 and 2012 yeah that's it mental illness basically mental health illness in teens um exploded like suicide as well right 100 percent, mate suicide rate has increased as well definitely mate it exploded past uh year 2011 so that's basically when instagram came on the scene right um average team picks their phone up uh, about 80 times per day 80 times the average team picks their phone up so obviously there's going to be a price to pay anyway um so with yeah so uh, if, if, and obviously we know that the teens and, and kids are on social media um more now so that's probably deflecting from them going outside and doing like other activities and moving and things like that so we know that the less we move and the less we exercise the is a higher bout of depression anyway so there's got to be some sort of link between the two of them 100 percent um, they're drinking much less alcohol and stuff though as well, which I yeah, suppose that's a good yeah, thing. But, but then this, but then that because they're not they're not engaging with they're not engaging with people as much, right? So what are they doing yeah, with that yeah. time? I'm not sure whether that I've could heard, be. I've heard like if you want to pick obviously pick up like a, a, a pick up a girl or boy or whatever. Um, these days you don't just approach them and ask them out or anything like that. You initially like friend request them on uh, like Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if they don't follow you back or confirm, then that's a, a telltale sign that they don't want to be with you. Like, or yeah. they don't want to be, huh? That's basically Crazy, right? what it means. It's bonkers, isn't it? Yeah, and about, I yeah. think about a third, apparently at least a third of the dating uh, leading up to, you know, dating someone is done via social media and text, right. not even text, like social media and WhatsApp, sliding so in the DMs. what do you do when you go out on a date then? You just don't talk? You I know. You've got nothing to say. You Snapchat each you other? You sit or? there on your phone taking selfies. And <laughs> <laughs> the perfect filter and saying you're having a great time, right? Exactly. You've oh, seen man. that on a night out though when people are sat, you see people sat down not talking to each other for forever, like taking pictures of each other. 100%. And they, they then post on social media, I'm having the best night with the girls or, you know, oh, that, it's like, no, you're not. Like, crazy, it's crazy, isn't it? Or con- my pet hate is concerts as well when people record the whole concert when you're at a concert and they probably record like an hour and a half of it. I know, and they're literally just like filming it and they're not even there. And it looks not even present. on social media as well. It looks terrible. It looks awful. But yeah, just yeah. Um, how can we kind of, um, right, so just like talking about like, yeah, talking about building a business as well, obviously that's what our goals are now. And I just want to explain yeah. to the listeners, 
there's a difference between getting attention and building the business, right? Getting attention is a lot easier, um, especially on Instagram. We were talking about the filters and whatnot. Um, and that's basically what I got sucked into. So I was doing the modeling stuff. And then I started, you know, obviously posting a lot of the modeling pictures, trying to build up my, I was trying to, you know, get some work as a model, essentially, and posting pictures, fitness modeling ones, you know, half naked and whatnot. Uh, blew up my following. But then when it comes to actually then, you know, over the last few months, Andrew and I, well, longer than that, we've been putting out good content and trying to get traction and engagement, obviously with this podcast as well. It's a different story. So don't ever get to see, like I've got like 50 odd thousand followers or whatever, but that doesn't mean shit because the engagement I'm getting really, I'm getting good engagement. But if you look at like the percentage of people I'm getting engagement with, because a lot of those people started, I'm losing a lot of followers now, as I mentioned before, but most of those are dropping off, I assume from me not posting as much, you know, half naked stuff. And uh, I'm sure you can relate to this and yeah. When it comes to yes, getting attention on uh, Instagram, yeah, I think obviously we talked about this before, but the half naked shots get a lot more likes than the actual, you know, the free content and 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 uh, good information you're pumping out. Um, mm. That's one kind of uh, again another positive of social media is that it's um, it's it, it allows like people like us to get a, a platform. But it also gives us like free advertising. Mm. Like we haven't alluded to this, so like we are again the chance to put out content without paying someone like maybe years ago you'd probably have to pay like a team to do this for us right so to 100%. you know we'd have to write something out they'd have to pop it up on computer print it out advertise it somewhere put it online we can now do that three um but that also can be turned into a negative again because it's giving um it's allowing the people who don't provide the right information also to have a platform and build a following and they end up giving out like rather than doing a good tailored plans and, and focusing on people's health over a long time, they end up giving out like cookie cookie cutter plans, um, putting people on like um, poor diet uh, protocols, poor training protocols that are exactly the same for everyone. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to see what side that people follow. Do they follow the people putting out that good content, valuable information, or do they follow people who have like a huge following that aren't necessarily um, looking out for them as a person? They're just taking advantage, right? Exactly. And, uh, you know, a lot of people giving out plans and stuff um, and these cookie cutter style plans, as you said, like they've never coached anyone either. Yeah, so like, right. you know, they, they don't they don't really know how to program, essentially. It's like they're, they're giving out work. But again, not to go negative again, I wanted to say something positive about the podcast. No, sorry, man. It was no, no, a no. positive. No, I was, I was going to go. No, it was. It was. I was going to go. I was yeah. <laughs> you are, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I was, no, was going to say that. No. I told you that earlier. I'm all negative today. So. <laughs> you no, did say kidding. that, did you? <laughs> no, I was going to say about the podcast. So now, for example, if you wanted to do this 10 years ago it's essentially a radio station that's what we're running now mm. we're running our own radio station it's the new age radio right that's what podcasts are so like we just got here he's got his mic i've got my mic you know we paid i paid 100 bucks for this or whatever i paid for it um i've got skype recording and i paid 60 bucks for a video recorder boom i'm, I'm recording the podcast you know so it's, it's everyone's got a voice so obviously that can be good and bad right like andrew was saying then but again to talk about the positives you know we're here and we're giving this information out with nothing but a microphone and skype same goes for youtube if you wanted to start up like um, a media company like uh, 10 15 years ago you know it's going to cost you an arm and a leg to to get all that equipment and stuff and and get that um to actually get a platform to distribute that to people it will cost you a fortune nowadays what do you need an iphone so <laughs> it's great but it's also it's just as we were saying at the start and right you've got to siphon out you really have got to make an, uh, a conscious effort to unfollow people who basically have add no value to your life really Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, obviously, because we are, 
you know, we're hooked on some of these some of these people online. So I'm guilty of it. You are as well. But mm-hmm. um, just you know, have a think about it next time and have a think about how much time you're spending on there and how much is that taking and devaluing your life and your relationships with people around you. So definitely, um, you know, there's ways to combat it, like which I need to work on myself as well. Um, like if you are at dinner with someone with a family or a loved one or friend, then maybe just say, you know, make an agreement, make a pact that you do just put your phone down for that hour and mm. just have a conversation. Like, you know, that's, that's one easy, easy start. I know people who go out in groups and they say like the first person to look at their phone at this table is going to pay the bill for dinner. Mm. So yeah, that, that's, that's that stops people, you know, that's, that's a good, 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 good chance. Uh, good. Uh, can't even speak. Sorry, Martin. No, that's okay. Uh, I know what you're trying that's to a nice thing to do, you know? Um, definitely. You can maybe try go. I go for a walk with my dog, like quite often without my phone, so I can just be in the moment with him. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, we gaze into each other's eyes and hold hands on the walk, so which is nice. Yep. And uh, you didn't get that. Um, and one day we. <laughs> no, I was I looking mean, at something. Now. I was like, "Can you see me on the video? Sorry. Yeah. Can you see me on the video? Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Uh, one day a week, you might want to just swap your phone, or just maybe just make a plan i'm going to do a sundays now because sunday seems to be a day where i have more time to myself mm-hmm. um but that then leads leads me into looking at instagram more often so mm-hmm. sunday's going to be a day where i say right i'm going to put my phone down now i'm not going to look at social media all day mm. that's, that's, yeah. uh, um, that and just maybe myself. structure a day around it like obviously we were saying earlier that you you use it a lot more than me so like Maybe just say to yourself, right, between the times of, I don't know, when you're free from PT sessions, maybe between the times of 11 and 12, yep. I'm going to allow myself to update my social media, do, do my stories, and then that's it for the day. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the collaboration we've got as well. Now, I think it's going to be better um, as much as I, like, I love the uh, writing stuff we're doing, right? Writing content, writing blogs and one. I really enjoy that. It's like therapy. Yeah. I love it. And the same as you, but one of us has got to, has got to spend more time on social media, right? And obviously because I've been um, doing it for longer or whatever with the stories and whatnot, and obviously you're pumping out loads of uh, content, like I think there's two, yeah, there's th- two examples of someone who highly embraces it and uses it like on a regular basis. As you said earlier, like your yeah, mum was yeah. worried about you because you didn't do a story. That's one example of you, you know, using it to full effect where I'm like kind of the opposite where I'm really struggling to get into it. Yeah. I uh, do it like sporadically and I need to be more consistent. But that's it. It's, um, it's, it's pros and cons, isn't it? Like that's why I think we, you need to work as a team here, right? Because if one of us is doing it and obviously in, in the habit of doing it, you know, it's just, it's just what works better for you, right? basically what yeah. works better for the individual but just for just for the audience you know like just be aware that whenever you whenever you're going on what 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 are you checking is it is it adding value to your life when you're going on there right what, what are you checking for when you go on a lot of us do i pick my phone up right why am i you don't even know why you're going on it sometimes you just no. it's just a it's an you're addiction your, your iphone is like an extension of you right it's like yeah. literally you, you, like go on. So, like, uh, I was just York. gonna say, you pick you it up. You just pick it up, then you and right now, for example. Once you're in New York, right? In New York, you're on the subway, right? I try and yeah. read a lot when I sit down. If I can get a seat on the subway, I read a lot. But um, you just look around, and there's probably probably eighty, ninety percent of people on their phones, and you can't even get a signal down there for the most part. Yeah. So what are they looking at? They're just scrolling through bullshit. Do you know what I mean? It's it's mental, man. It's just, we're hooked. Yeah, yeah, we're completely hooked. It's it's crazy, man. We're just hooked looking at stuff. It's just... That's it. We're literally doing that. We're excited. We can't be bored. We can't do something else. We, you know, so it is important that we just do spend some time away from our phones from every so often, you know? 100%. Yeah, so it comes down to why, really, doesn't it? Why are you using it? If you're using it for, there's a fine line between uh, education and entertainment. The good thing is now you can be entertained and educated at the same time because there's people putting good content out there, which is... 
you know, it's funny, it's, it's entertaining, and, and it's going to educate you, right? But there's normally a fine line. So if you're going on there for entertainment, right, it's cool. Like, we all want to be entertained anyway. Like, whether you're watching Netflix or going on your phone, wherever it is, right? But really, like, are you getting sucked in too much? The chances are you probably are. You, and, and some of the people, you, people you're following probably not really adding that much value. So, like, you just got to ask yourself, like, why am I using it? Like, do I really need to go on it in the morning when I wake up, for example? I think uh, one of my main tips is, like, in the morning... Um, don't don't you know don't go straight on your phone just just get up yeah. like have a shower you know do what you got to do like obviously whatever your thing is for me obviously i get up do some stretches and whatnot have my uh my, my hot water and lemon and salt or whatever and then um and then i'll go i'll go on my phone once i've served myself essentially so like i like to look after myself a little bit first before boom up because essentially you're putting your mind in that stress state whether you realize it or not you're going to release cortisol and whatnot when you go on your phone uh obviously dopamine as well so straight away you're kind of changing the way um, you're thinking about thought things, process, essentially. Right? Yeah, your thought yeah, process. Your thought process yeah. of the day. If you're looking at emails or you're looking at Instagram or whatever, you know, regardless of, it could be the most positive posts, you know, some of the most positive posts you see, but there's going to be something on there that pisses you off and, and sets you up for the day in, a, in the wrong fashion. Definitely. And it's going to have, think, it's going to have you thinking a different way mm. for the majority of the morning or, or you know, and, and that's, and we're wondering why we, we sometimes feel low and we feel down because of that, because, you know, if you're looking at it's even that impact from the light straight away is, is, is bad enough when you wake up, Definitely. you want to just give yourself time to breathe, time to move, time to relax, time, you know, time to drink some water, whatever, yep. do that first, at least for 30 minutes to an hour every day. And nobody, you know, nothing bad is going to happen in that time. hundred percent. Nothing crazy is going to happen on social media that someone's done. No. It's not going to be anything that important, is it? And and, and obviously before bed as well, that's another one, right? So like try and come off, we've said this several times, but yeah, coming off the screen like an hour before bed uh, and investing in some blue light blockers. We've talked about all that, but listen, mate, I'm going to have to wrap it up now. Is there anything you wanted to uh, to say to, to summarize or? Um, I, yeah, I, I was speaking to my mother actually because um, I wanted to see how she feels like has impacted people's lives. Um and I asked her about, like, how was TV at the time? I was thinking, was TV viewed in the same fashion? And she says, like, it was very different. Um, she said it was it was more exciting. You know, people were getting into TV. There was more of an excitement around it. Um, she said, from her experience, social media can cause a lot of problems. And she believes that it gives people the wrong idea about other people's lives, as everything looks rosy in their lives and gives a false impression. Like, particularly, like, the young people can be drawn into this way of perceiving things. But she does say there are pluses, like we said earlier, particularly for someone like, like me who lives far away from home, is an easy and quick way to keep in touch with friends. Um, but she says, like, unfortunate, unfortunately, it was better before all this technology. It was simpler and people spoke and engaged to each other. Mm. Um, she mm. thinks it's here to stay, so I guess you have to embrace it. But she's glad she grew up in a different era um, and with less pressures than today. So it's going to be interesting to see how both, like, you know, ourselves and kids emerge from this. Hopefully they come out on the other side mm. uh, in a positive fashion, you know? Wow, your mum was, uh, mums are always right, man. I was spot on. We'll have to get her on the podcast, yeah. mate. That was bang on. There we are. That's <laughs> it. That's that's a wrap, mate. I'm, I'm done then. I'm <laughs> Why could you just say that at the start, mate? That would have been it. That would have been job done. Don't have to talk all that bullshit. <laughs> no, mate, that's, that's <laughs> it's so true though, isn't it? It's so true. But yeah, just for, I guess more, I'm just going to wrap it up real quick. For me, use with caution. Um, it can be some great benefits. So obviously it keeps you connected. But 
but you know how much time you're wasting on there check i can't think what it is you look at on your settings but it's easy to do you can look at and see how much time you're spending on there obviously there's that app which is called moments yeah. which is even more in depth so just be awareness is the first step right and just just like a lot of the time when you go on there especially social media um without realizing it you're soothing you could be soothing some sort of psychological issue right so it's, it's a form of escapism i'm not making making out that everyone's mental but why are we why are we going on right. there so often why are we trying to be taken away from the present is the present really that bad you know what i mean so just uh being that, aware I the guess. app limiter as well is good the limited time i mentioned earlier that's really yeah. helped me like so limit your time on it and limit your mornings on your phone sweet and, uh, and evenings right spot on mate all right nice one drew that's a wrap then mate thanks, for it. thanks a lot mate